2: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNC's apply.
0: The horses are on the track.
1: Right around Australia on SEN track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett.
2: Yes, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. I'm Melissa Smith, your host, joined by the very lovely Sam herself. Sam, how are you? I'm very well, and yourself? Very good, thank you. All the better for seeing you. Now, we will be talking (laughs) horse racing for the next half hour, and we've also got a very special guest joining us shortly to run through what it's like to be a horse trainer how horses are chosen, how they worked, and the effort that goes into race day. So it'd be intriguing to get an insight from her, that is for sure. But first, let's start with an update from you, Sam. You had a very busy weekend, and then week as well.
1: Yes, very busy weekend for me. Um, I only managed to bag one winner over the weekend, which is still better than none. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weather really put a dampener on, on the day. It was horrible and rained all day at Eagle Farm, but... Um, i had a couple of sort of minor placings, but a few of my horses struggled with the track conditions. As the rain sort of came about it, the track sort of became deteriorated and just made it a little bit harder work. But they, you know, the weather turned itself back on again for Sunday at the sunny coast and I managed to kick a winner home there. So it ended on a positive note. Pintito. That's it, yeah. Uh, Super to get a win on him. He's a horse that had run some really honest races prior to that. Um, Jason Edwards, who trains him, you know, he sort of picked this race out to try and give give him what we call like a soft killer, you know, um, a nice, easy win for him. Um, for him and the owners, they were all there and the big group of them, which was fantastic. And I love that. Um, really pumps me up to see all the owners there, Don't especially say. when their horses win. Yeah, it's not extra that. pressure. Nah, you love it. Yeah, I love it, especially when the, you know it goes well and. And that was sort of a plan that, you know, managed to be well executed mm-hmm. um, by myself, the horse and the trainer. So happy owners, happy life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it. I like it. We might need to
2: fix up that rhyme though, I reckon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you raced on Wednesday as well. Again, uh, you got a place in that one too.
1: Two of them really. Yes. Yeah. Ipswich. Um, yeah, had a sort of couple of really handy rides there. Sort of couldn't get one over the line, but there were some nice runs amongst them, Um There's sort of one there that was really unlucky. and The name has vanished from my memory of Chris Wallace. Heroic Miss. Heroic Miss. She ran second. She went super. Um, Wallace won Madeira. I can't even remember the name. Marioke? That's it. Marioke? That's it. That's it. it. It's got next up written all over it. Just Mm. needed a half a a bit of run, bit of luck, which it didn't get any. Um, So, yes, follow that one.
2: Okay. You (laughs) heard it here first. How good. How good. What was the favourite track that you rode this week?
1: Oh, but it probably had to be Sunday because the weather was just so rubbish on Saturday. Mm. It just made the day dreary and miserable. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing worse, is there? (laughs) No, it's it's the pits. Hey, this
2: weekend, you're switching things up. You're heading south to Randwick.
1: Yes, I am. I'm going to partner Boom Nova, which is a mayor of Chris Munsters I've had quite a bit of success with. She um, she gave me a stakes winner here. She's my first stakes winner, actually um, during the winter carnival, which was fantastic. And Chris and the owner has been very loyal to me and, you know, offering me the opportunity to go and ride her, um, in a stakes race down in Sydney this weekend. So she has unfortunately drawn what we'd say is the visitor's car park. Mm. Oh, uh, right. So the second outside barrier over 1100 meters, but, uh, it might not all be bad because she's got a, a lot of good tactical speed from the barriers. So uh, we're just hoping that. She's had a, a little trial in between times. She's had a bit of a freshen up. So she runs on Saturday in a fresh state. Um, so she's pretty ready to go. I mean, her work leading up to, you know, Saturday's races. It's been super. I'm really happy with her. So I'd love to get the job done mm. for everyone involved with her and for myself, of course.
2: Yeah, we would, we would love to see that too. Hey, uh, with Randwick, what's your history like about track?
1: So I rode at Randwick a very, very long time ago, yeah. but back in 2009, I was fortunate enough to ride in the Doncaster there as an apprentice, which was a massive, Huge. sort of massive thing. Unfortunately, I didn't have much luck there. However, um, I've got uh, two cousins that are based in Sydney, so I'll be able to pick their brains and for, um you know, any tips on how the track's riding, my cousin Jason's riding there and I think Alicia might be riding, I don't think she's riding in town on Saturday, but be great to catch up with them all the same. Um, their parents have actually not long moved over um, my uncle and auntie and that. So almost the whole Collet family's down in Sydney. So um, not that I'm considering a move well, down there to just yet. Uh, should that be on the cards? Is that on the cards? No, I think I'll uh, stay here. I think the weather's nice. definitely better in Brisbane.
2: Yes, it's nice and warm up here, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. Now, uh, I want to ask you, you... Athletes are always addicted to speed, aren't you? Mm -hmm. You just love competing and the adrenaline you get from that rush. Mm -hmm. Now, you're a bit of a speed demon on and off the track as well with your
1: cars. (laughs) Yes, I have a thing for cars. I've (laughs) always been a bit of a car girl. I'd hate to know how many cars I have. Had in my 32 years. Well, not that I've been driving that long, obviously. But um, <laughs> <We> hope not. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, yes, I am a car fiend. But I have a lovely car that I drive at the moment, um, which kind of looks a little bit like the Batmobile. People on the track <laughs> see me and hear me coming a mile away. Um, but I don't speed. I try not to. Um, but, yes. Good. That's a good start. Yeah, I do very much appreciate a fast car. What, what is it about it? I don't know. It's just... I mean, I can barely see over the dashboard, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but, you know, um, I don't know. There's something about, I don't know, it's just when you're going fast for a living, when you when you know you can put your foot down and it's like that instant acceleration, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know, is it small man syndrome? Maybe, oh. maybe that's my problem.
0: <laughs> you know, said that
1: yourself. At least you said that, not me. You said that, not me. <laughs> Definitely overcompensating for something. What's your favorite car? Well, I've always driven BMWs, okay. So I'm biased. Um, I did have a couple of uh, Holden Commodores mm. in in the mix there, but I am a BMW girl through and through, and that's what okay. I currently drive. I had drive an M4, which I love.
2: Batmobile, so black.
1: Yeah, matte black, black mags. It's got a white leather interior. Very thing. nice. Very cool. Very
2: nice. Yes. Hey. Uh, I want to jump back to Randwick. How are you planning on getting down there? What's
1: what's the turnaround time like? Well, I was going to take my broomstick, but I don't know the weather's <laughs> going to be very good. <laughs> You're not no. driving your Batmobile, are you? <laughs> I'm driving the Batmobile. <laughs> I'm going to save Gotham City. <laughs> um, no, so I'm just going to fly. I've got track work in the morning, uh, Saturday morning, and I think I fly at about 8 o'clock. So that gets me down there in an hour and a half, hour 35 minutes. My race is about five minutes past three in the afternoon. So I've got ample time to get myself sorted, uh, watch a lot of those early races, see how the track's playing, Um, just get myself well settled in, and then I just fly back. The got, same day? Yeah, the same day. So, so
2: in Brisbane you'll do, what track will you do track work at? Eagle Farm. Eagle Farm, yep. And then you will jump on a plane. Yep. And fly then to, fly to Sydney. Fly to Sydney. Ride goes, a winner. Yeah, right. Exactly, ride a winner. We love the confidence. <laughs> and then fly back. Yep. Just Massive day. How do you prepare for something like that?
1: Oh, I just make sure I had a good night's sleep the night before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a fantastic sleeper on the plane. Of all my years of traveling, when I was you know, back home in New Zealand, I yeah. spent a lot of time, you know, flying. And for some reason, because the airport was so far away, I knew I had to sleep on the plane to make sure I was, you know, well prepared, you know, for my busy day. So me and planes, it's a thing. Yes, yeah, I love together. it. Yeah, I just get on the plane, have a sleep. I'm ready to go. So it's I don't know. It's part of the culture, I would say, especially with, you know, there's so many jockeys that do it every week, um, flying around, especially up north as well, uh, places like Rockhampton, uh, Townsville. So it is just, I don't know. You just don't really think anything of it. Amazing. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to
2: sleep on a plane, have a little (laughs) cat nap. Hey, uh, we're speaking to a trainer after the break. Mm -hmm. Now, what relationship do you have as a jockey with a trainer? Because I know you've got a manager. Do you have any um, chat with them before you race their horses?
1: Certainly do. Obviously, I liaise with them a lot in the mornings uh, during track work, Mm. Um, You know, um, try and have really good relationships with the trainers. They always give us, I would say 99% of the time, your riding instructions prior to a race will come from your trainer. Uh, So we talk tactics and sort of run through what we think is going to happen in a race or say like back to track work. The um, horses I may be riding in the morning, uh, the trainer might say to me, listen, this horse is, it's going to trial in a few weeks. It's going to do this, that. And so then I then will liaise with my manager, Cam, who does a great job. Shout out to him. <laughs> um, and then we sort of just work it around that. And then he does all the, you know, uh, bookings as, as so to speak, and um, manages that side of it.
2: Amazing. Mm. All right. Well, we'll be talking to Desley Foster after the break, and we're going to pick, pick her brain as well. So stick with us here on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on
0: the track.
1: Queensland is your place to race this year. This, this is the Queensland Hoop. Hoop. With Sam Collett on SEN Track.
2: Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, where Sam and I are bringing you the latest Racing Queensland news. And it's that time of the show to bring in a very special guest, trainer Desley Foster. Desley, good morning to you. Good morning. How's this morning been? Have you been very busy? Not too bad. Not too bad. Not just a normal Thursday morning. I like it. Uh, I've got Sam here with me. Now, I know Sam's written for you a fair bit. You call her princess. Can you give us a little She's insight a into that?
0: She's a bit of a
1: princess.
2: <laughs> is she? We're learning something new about her every every
1: week. All my good traits,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. What is it like having Sam on your
0: team? Yeah, no, Sam's Sam's a bit like me, pretty cruisy, as I said. Um, it's good to have someone around like Sam, just not so serious. And when it's time to be serious, she's serious. But most of the time, no, it's great.
1: Most of the time, she's not serious. <laughs> no, I don't
2: have that. Hey, Desley, you grew up around horses. Just tell us about your upbringing.
0: Um, I come from the country, uh, a little town called Ilfacone in central west Queensland. Um, yeah, we had, used to have, um, endurance horses and then we went to race horses. So, and then I just eventually moved to the city and, and haven't moved back. Your dad was a trainer, right? Uh, yeah, we, he trained a few horses out in the West now. I send a few of the slow ones out there and he wins a couple of races out there with him.
2: And when, when did you move to Brisbane?
0: Uh, probably about.
2: Oh about
0: twenty I don't know, maybe thirty years ago, say. So. wow, okay,
2: and you're at Eagle Farm now, you've got your stable there, Desley Foster's racing stables, uh, you've got about nineteen horses, is that
0: correct? uh yeah, I have nineteen in work, and yeah, what's it like being out there? yeah, it's good, it's a good atmosphere here, and um it's a nice quiet and you don't realise you're sort of in the city because it's so quiet. No, environment's very good out here. Yeah, Diz,
1: um, obviously she does a great job with her horses. They always look fantastic, and I know they are um, her children, so to speak, but I know that you've got two other four-legged uh, children at your stables. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about them? Uh, yeah, we have Tess, which is a red healer. No. Nice. She's actually the main. She's the main star of the show. Is she? Yeah, she's the main star of the show.
0: <laughs> she's the boss. Yeah,
1: she's, yeah, she's the boss
0: of the, She's the boss of the whole show, really. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Who's your other one? Um, I have a goat. Uh, you have a goat, goat a goat at the
0: stable. The <laughs> yeah. So he's 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 really good. Um, between him and Tess, runs the show, and he's not far behind her, really. So no, no, it's 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 good. And I said they're best friends, and no, no, it's great. Yeah, I mean, Just nice environment around the stables.
2: Is that normal to have a goat as part of your
0: stable? Well, in the old days, a lot of the older trainers used to have goats. Um, they used to, so they used to keep viruses and all that other ways. So, yeah, and, you know, someone rang me and asked if I wanted a goat, and I said, yeah, and I said, yeah, I'll have a goat. And yeah, no, he's just settled right in here.
1: It's so good coming into the stables in the morning and seeing it. Just, it's so, um, I don't know, it's just. It's a good vibe. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, you go to normal stables and everyone's in there working away, but it's, it's I don't know how, to say, how do you put it? It's cool though. It's Yeah, different. Yeah, little personalities about them. And they go, awesome. Eddie, he is a hard case. He's got like his own bed and I know he says he's a real character and he gets it amongst, eats all the food. And <laughs> um, so it's cool to have them around. It's definitely a refreshing change. I love that.
2: I love that. <laughs> Hey, Des, I want to talk to you about being a trainer and becoming a trainer. Now, you worked under one of uh, Brisbane's most successful trainers, Barry Baldwin, as a foreman for three and a half years. Talk to us about that.
0: Yeah, as I said, I came from the country and I sort of left school and nothing was really happening out in the West. So I moved. a friend of mine um, rang up and asked Barry Baldwin if he needed staff. So he said, yep. So I moved down here and... Um, I worked for him for about three and a half years, and then um, I worked for Pete Moody. So wow! He was like, Pete was great to mm. work for, and as I said, he taught you and showed you everything. And as I said, he was—he was a really good boss. Moody he was—he was a great boss. Um,
1: one question I have for you, Des, as I as I uh, as you're aware, or people that are aware, Dez's horses always have the white girths and the sir singles and you know me being a jockey having ridden for you i know that that's what you like to wear on your horses is any specific reason why it's the color white because i know that you also like the color red
0: i know white's just different just something different um stands out and i don't know it's just no one else uses white really much i just thought white's White's a good
1: colour. Yeah, there you go. Well it looks good. It looks good, I it must It always good. comes to me. I can't say I always give it back to Des looking quite as good as she gives it to me, <laughs> unfortunately.
2: <laughs> hey Des, being a trainer, what is a normal
0: day like for you? Um, can be very long some some days. Um I I I start early, like some days I just uh go all day and go to bed very early. Um, like, mucking around, doing things, and like I said, like making things and doing something. Just sort of get away from the horses in the middle of the day. Just put your mind on doing something else. I like it. How so do you- I, like today, Pardon? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Des, you go. I know, like today I was making a, um, a muzzle. Um, someone gave me a muzzle, and I thought, well, I can probably make one. So I made a muzzle today for another horse, like just something different. Just make things and yeah. do something different. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, love it. I thought you might be making a muzzle for Eddie, so he just stops eating
0: the food. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah,
2: good. Hey Des, as a trainer, how do you pick a winner? How do you select your horses?
0: Um, money on looks. Um, well, I said I look at the calendar, but most of the time I um, at sale I look at the calendar and then I've I'm there, happy to see a horse that looks good, nice horse. And um, I think, oh yeah, it's nice horse. And then sort of go back and if I have a look at its page, and then yeah, you go from there. But most of the time, I like I say look at the calendar. But I also, if I see a nice horse walking down, I also have a look at it too.
2: And how do you decide on the the distances that the horse
0: will race? I uh, will probably um, sort of let them tell us and. Be guided by them, and they mm. said, um, and the jockeys very helpful. Uh, Sammy and they are great, helpful around the stables. They said basically good advice as well.
1: It's fair to say a little bit of as they're breeding too. You can like Dez is sort of you know horses that you know some of them are related to each other, and so she's got a fair gauge of um, like how they're bred as to what distances they may prefer to run over, what sort of track conditions they may like. So breeding, you know, does come into play when it you know it comes into. Knowing your horse's sort of um, preferred distances Mm. and then obviously their fitness and all that kind of thing, like you can't just, you know, run a horse straight away over a long distance. I mean, you can, but a natural build up would be like a shorter race and then that sort of gradually step up from like a 1200 to a 14, et cetera, et cetera. Or they might just be short track horses or short course horses, you know, 1000 meter horses, 1200 meter horses. So, and you can probably tell a lot as. Des will, you know, she'll be able to vouch for that on their physical type. So, you know, a, a small, stronger horse, maybe more of a sprinting type and a, a big rangy horse is obviously going to make easier work of covering the ground. So it's probably more likely potentially to be a staying horse.
2: So you want to keep it in the family. If you've got a winner, if you've got <laughs> if you've got a winner, you want to keep that in the family.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, no, it's all good. As I said, we've got... Um, Lucky, I I've got a few nice days here at the moment, and uh, yeah, no, it's all good. Nice,
2: and uh, we know that Sam's got a manager who sorts out all her rides for her. How do you pick and choose your jockeys?
0: I'm very loyal, which Sam would probably know. She is. Yes. Um, Jimmy Burns rides most. I said I sort of thing, and as I said, it all depends on the jockey if they want to help me out. I sort of try and help them out, push a few rides their way, and I said, um, as Sam would know, Jimmy's. Um, Jimmy and I are a very good friends, and he comes in and rides work and Sammy rides work, and said they should get a few rides. They're giving a few to Mark at the moment, but, yeah, no, but said, it all depends on if the jockey want to come in and ride work and help out, I'm happy to give them rides. Oh, that's lovely. And, Des,
2: what's the key to being a successful trainer?
0: Uh, probably hard work Yeah. and placing the horse in the right races. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of uh, sacrifice and discipline,
0: isn't there, that goes into it. Uh, there is. As I said, if you want to get somewhere, you've got to work. It's like anything. The harder you work, the more luck you have and the more success you have.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Des, thank you so I much for joining us. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. We've spoken about that before, haven't we? Uh, Des, thank you so much for your time and thanks for joining us on the show. Okay, okay thanks, guys. Thanks, Des. Thanks.
0: thanks, Des. Bye.
2: All right, now time for your latest in racing Queensland news. Plenty happening uh, today at Gatton. We've got some trials at Rockhampton as well. On the weekend, though, we're heading to Doombin, Aquas Park on the Gold Coast, Cairns, nighttime race at Toowoomba as well. Uh, In the country, we're heading to Gympie, Dingo, Aramac, Bowen, Roma and Mount Isa on Sunday. Sunshine Coast, the poly track. Yes. Hey, a bit of news around uh, the annual... Kumar Wheel Jockey Club, uh, the non-TAB race meeting on Saturday, August 27. So not this weekend, but the following one. It's been rescheduled to be conducted by the Mount Isa Race Club. Did you know that one, Sam? I didn't. know. this is fresh information for me. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Moran Bar Race Club, it'll celebrate its 40th year anniversary by unveiling a bold five-year plan at a gala black tie event at Treasure Park on September 10 with champion trainer Peter Moody. He'll be the guest speaker there, and the Queensland racing industry is set to embrace the Pink Ribbon Cup, traditionally staged at the Gold Coast Turf Club. Uh, the fundraiser will be expanded into a tri-code initiative, so greyhound and harness racing meetings also will be held at Albion Park, and that will be across the weekend of September fifteen, September seventeen, and also September seventeen. So that is the greyhounds. Uh, harness racing and horse racing as well.
1: Fantastic incentive.
2: Very busy indeed around the state. Yeah, great incentive uh, indeed. Uh, Sam, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck at Randwick. Yes, I know it's a wide barrier, but you, you know we'll be fine. We trust in you. We've the, got confidence. The We've power got confidence.
1: Positive thought.
2: Exactly that. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Uh, it's been great to have your company. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racing. Queensland.com.au. Happy racing.